0: You are listening to REC Talks, a podcast about recruitment and related topics. Here we interview some of the sharpest, most knowledgeable and inspiring people in the industry. Short, concise and fun. REC Talks is hosted by Raden Golrock, who has extensive experience from the recruitment and consulting industries. The podcast is produced by RefUp, the market leader in digital reference checking. Welcome to REC Talks. Hey and welcome to Rec Talks. My name is Rodin Goldrock, I'm from RefApp and with me today is Malin Wetsey from uh, leading Nordic uh, assessment provider Assessio. Yes. Yes, welcome Malin. Thank you. You're, yeah, what are we going to talk to, about, about today?
1: We're going to talk about the cover letter, some about the science behind it and also the challenges that we see today in our recruitment processes using the cover letter.
0: Great, I know that you did your uh, master thesis about the yes. cover letters and as we all might know, the Cover Letter is a very commonly used selection tool, selection method, within recruitment um, processes. And, uh, yeah, can't you just tell us a bit about what you found about the Cover Letter? Is it any good? Why do we use it? etc.
1: Well, let's start with the obvious thing. It's not a good tool to use, so let's just start with that, so you know that you should just you know, throw it out. But I'm going to tell you a bit about why so me and my partner we knew that we wanted to write something within our area which is organizational psychology and we focused on the cover letter so what we did is we wanted to compare the cover letter with a personality test and we wanted to see if there was any correlation on how you sort of describe yourself in your cover letter and also how you rate yourself in a validated personality test using the five factor model so we asked a lot of participants to both send in their cover letter and also take a personality test. And we ended up with 170 participants, and we found that there were no large comparison between the two, so no, no large uh, correlation between how you describe yourself in your letter versus how you rated yourself on a personality test.
0: Yeah, because a lot of times the cover letter is it's actually described as a personal letter. Yeah, it's exactly. Supposed to it's supposed to narrate your personality in, in some way.
1: Yeah. So in Sweden it's actually called a personal letter yeah. because we want to know more about the person behind the CV, we want to know more about your personality. Yeah. So specifically here in Sweden it was really interesting to use the term personal letter with personality tests. Yeah. Because can we find some information about your personality in your test, or sorry, in your letter. Yeah. And so what we found is that people tend to describe themselves as more conscientious and extroverted but they sort of leave out the other factors. So they don't describe their openness. They tend to not describe other things that might show up on a personality test. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, So what did you find out? Is it that people tend to... um, Is it that they tend to use it more like a salesy letter to sell themselves in regards to the attributes that are being asked for within like the job ad or something? Is that like... I can imagine that's a thing that... That's how how I'd write it.
1: I yeah, I and think. I think we didn't really focus on the actual content okay. of the letter. So all we looked at is can we find a correlation between how you rate yourself and how yeah. you describe yourself. Yeah. But then, of course, in the study and also afterwards, we've discussed what could this, what could lead up to this. Yeah. Like, why can't we find a greater co- correlation? Yeah. Because what we did find is that we explored uh, the correlations a bit more and what we saw is that people tend to describe themselves as very similar to each other. Yeah. But when they take the personality test, we find a bigger difference. Yeah. Which is to be expected. Because if we have hundred and seventy people searching for a job, we should sort of expect to have like 170 different personalities. Yeah. Or combinations of personalities. Yeah. But this we couldn't find in the personality or sorry, cover letter, not personality letter. Yeah. But what we found is that most people tended to describe themselves as conscientious and extroverted yeah so that was the only correlation we could find yeah and then we sort of discussed what could this be why could this be yeah so we started discussing maybe it's because you're sort of answering the the job ad yeah. are you describing yourself after what is asked for in this particular role uh, could it be about that the society uh, in general tends to idealize conscientious behaviors and extroverted behaviors so these were the bigger questions that we started
0: to look at so, did you find any, any results in regards to that?
1: No, because we haven't looked at that yet. Yeah. So, that's something that would be really interesting for someone yeah. else to look at. So, what do you as a candidate think about when you conduct your letter? Yeah. So, that would be sort of a next step.
0: Yeah. I think having my own like, personal experience with working with talent acquisition and recruitment, I find that many people tend to, uh, tend to sell themselves in yeah. regards to a certain job profile and they tend to be pretty generic yes um, or that yeah you want to convey something rather than having some type of uh, first-hand personal assessment of yourself yeah at least that's my bias in regards to how people conduct themselves in that in that uh, process but if 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 the findings uh, find so low correlation between personal tests and cover letters um, what why why do we still use them or why do do we use them at all?
1: Well, I think one thing is that it's a big tradition, especially yeah. here in Sweden, it's one of the biggest traditions to actually use the cover letter yeah. together with your resume. Yeah. So I think that's a really good explanation. And also it gives both the candidate, but also the recruiter or recruiting manager, a sense of control. Yeah. Uh, because candidates, I think they feel like, here I can control my narrative. I own my own story about myself, about my personality. Yeah. So I think that's really important if you talk to candidates and why would you like or why, why would you prefer a personal letter? Yeah. And recruiting managers, they tend to say that they they want to read between the lines. Yeah. Right. So I want to know who I'm hiring. The, the resume tells me something about what you've done. The, the cover letter tells me more about who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's what people want to know and so this is why we recommend that you should use personality tests instead because that's a better way to actually gather information about who somebody really is like what behaviors can I expect from you what are your preferences
0: yeah and this might be somewhat of a leading question but uh, in your experience as an organizational psychologist which has the most predictive value is it psychol? is it the tests or the cover letters?
1: Well, the test, obviously. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and, and that's
1: also why, like, that's why it felt really comfortable for us to, u- to use the test in this correlation study, because we knew that that had the evidence. Yeah. So we knew that if the cover letter actually has a high correlation, then it's a good tool because we're measuring to a validated tool in yeah. the process. So that would confirm that we should use the cover yeah. letter. But as we sort of suspected, it didn't show any similarity.
0: Yeah, and and the the reasoning behind the the line managers like when they want to read between the lines or get a feel for the person's personality, um, how does that like work? Is is that scalable? Is that something that can be done by by line managers on, en masse? That like I send my cover letter to five different line managers and they all know ah this is how. Well, this Well, they're guy's all not. gonna
1: read different things between the lines yeah. because they're gonna have their own subjective uh, information. They're yeah. gonna interpret it. But based on their own experience yeah and i think this is the greatest challenge when it comes to the cover letter it's not about how good or bad you as a candidate are at describing yourself yeah it's about the lack of structure and instructions because what i've realized when i've been talking about this uh uh, this research uh, with a lot of practitioners out there is that different people tend to look for different things yeah some people want to know more about the personality other wants to know more about why you have applied for this job Another one wants to look at your communication skills and someone needs to know more about what's in between the yeah. lines.
0: And that, in, in the point of view of the candidate, that must be quite a difficult, you know, it's how to na- navigate that. It's because, impossible. Yeah, you don't know who the, who's going to read your... No. no.
1: So it's more about who's reading the letter than who's writing the letter.
0: Yeah. And just to take it back to like different types of validity points, that type of intuitive uh, interpretation, yeah. I would gather has pretty low Uh, Value. Yeah, yeah,
1: it has. Uh, I mean, it's based on your gut feeling basically,
0: and And,
1: I mean usually also Very few people actually read the entire letter They have like a big stack of letters and now now I'm being like very traditional because mainly now they're digital, but still, you know You get the picture. Yeah, so they have a stack of cover letters and they're just gonna scream through They're gonna look at the name. They're gonna look at a picture They're gonna read a few lines and some of them are gonna stick like maybe a fun anecdote or something, but they're not going to read the entire letter anyway.
0: Yeah, got it. So if, if, I'm, a, if I'm a hiring manager, talent acquisition specialist or, or whatnot, and have, like, I have my positions, I want to fill them, and I still want to work with like, good, reliable methods, uh, if I can't use the cover letter to get to know the person mm-hmm. behind the CV or resume, how do I go about like, setting up my process?
1: Well, you should start with having a few selection questions. Yeah. Uh, So that's the first step. Because some people say, well, I want to know more about why you have applied. They want to be able to have a few informational uh, questions in in the beginning. So have a few screening questions or selections questions, like maybe two or three.
0: Yeah.
1: To sort of screen out, do you have a driver's license? Yes. Why have you applied for this job if that's important for you? Yeah. Uh, But then you should really conduct both personality tests Problem-solving test, but also maybe a motivational test yeah. to measure someone's values. Yeah, that might be more interesting because there, it's better. It's a better tool to be more objective, but also more accurate in actually screening for the information that you say you are screening for in the cover letter.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Mm. Is there? I think this is very interesting. Like we have this, this um, al- almost like legacy method that still runs with us and. Somehow is 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 being a given process, but we should really we should really question it somehow. Yeah.
1: I think we should. I think we should always try to question our traditional methods. Some of them might work really well. We might need to update them, and some of them just doesn't belong anymore in our screening processes.
0: Yeah, and great uh, going forward. Do you have like any any con- conclusive thoughts? Like, if I want to uh, if I want to improve my methods or processes, where should I begin?
1: You should begin with really like working evidence based so really yeah. go through the research and what selection tools or methods are highly ranked in validity what can actually predict work performance yeah to, because there's a lot of research in this so start there and then start looking at your processes and really challenge status quo
0: yeah great Marlene. uh yeah this was of of uh, great value i think for us and our viewers and uh thank you for, for joining us
1: thank you for having me
0: great thank you You have been listening to Rec Talks with Radin Golrock, a podcast produced by Refab. If you want to get in touch with us, email info at you.